Hey folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. For this episode, I'm going to talk about the advantages that introverts have when dating. Now, a lot of the talk out there is that introverts have a harder time when it comes to meeting folks to get intimate with. And here's the thing. As a dude, that is particularly true. Guys do typically have a harder time meeting women if they're introverts. It's not anything to do with qualities that they're lacking as a man. It's just the fact that they are typically not putting themselves out there as much. And they're not as good at communicating their own personality. A lot of times because they haven't practiced in terms of social skills or what have you. And also they're just less likely to be out there trumpeting themselves. So a lot of what we teach at Introvert Unbound is for particularly introverted men, though not exclusively, but introverted men around dating at least, how to work on certain aspects so they can become more attractive to the opposite sex. And this is not a matter of being a phony or a fake or not accepting the fact that you're an introvert. It's about realizing that women can't know who you are as a person unless you tell them. So that is why your natural tendency as an introvert to stay home or if you go to a party, not talk to anyone or just be observing, that's fine, but that's just not going to help you improve in terms of getting dates. Now, I decided that, you know what, just talking about what introverts need to improve upon to do better in dating is not necessarily the whole picture that there are other elements that we're actually naturally good at. And it's important to be aware of those things. They can help increase our self-confidence. So when we're working on other aspects of ourselves, we can remind ourselves, you know what? We're actually good at a lot of things. These are just some things that we want to improve upon as well. And it's also because if we realize their strengths, we can make them even stronger because that's basically how to operate in this world, right? It's to find your strengths and Use them as much as you possibly can. You can call them gifts or whatever to improve your own situation and to improve things for other people. And it's also to take a look at the aspects that perhaps you're not as strong on and to work on those a bit. So actually several months ago, I wrote an article and it's posted at introvertunbound.com. And it is about particularly this issue. I call it five introvert dating advantages. And I thought I'd take some time to go through the five different advantages. There are many more, of course, but I had to pick a number. And I'll go a bit deeper into them, unlike the article, which was pretty straightforward and basic, but is a good reference. So definitely check that out. So the first one, the first advantage that we have as introverts for dating is the fact that we are deep connectors. So we actually like going deep with people. The idea of having a bunch of superficial acquaintances is not necessarily something that introverts are really a huge fan of. That's more of an extrovert thing, right? So we're looking for quality over quantity. So a lot of the problems that women have when dating is that there are guys who are just looking for quantity. So there are guys who are just interested in short-term flings. They're just interested in sexual interactions, casual dating, that kind of thing. Now, don't get me wrong. Plenty of women are interested in that as well. That's not the issue. But a lot of women are not. And a lot of what women are doing when they're dating 
if they're actually looking for a long-term relationship, is trying to weed out those guys. So if you're an introvert and you naturally want to have this deeper interaction with a woman, then you're going to be likely put closer to the top of the list. Now, of course, she has to know this, and it's a bit delicate because you don't want to come the first date and saying, hey, let's be in a relationship. And she's like, I didn't even take my coat off yet. So that's obviously going too far, and that's really desperate and needy, and that's not a good thing. And if you're coming at it from the point of view of, I need to lock this woman down, that's not a positive thing. Early on in interactions with dating, you do want to keep things loose. You want to let things flow organically. And only over time is that something that you really want to progress in terms of a long-term relationship, you know, monogamy or whatever you want to call that. And sometimes it's actually a great idea to let the woman bring it up, but you can let her know that you're interested in that concept, that you're okay with being in relationship. So if you say, I want to be in a relationship with you, honey, that might be too much. But if you kind of let it drop that, oh yeah, I've been in several long-term relationships or like, yeah, I'm tired of the casual dating thing. So basically that you're open to that and she'll be able to pick up on that without you being too obvious. So again, it's that dance between saying, I might be open to it. It is something that I am in theory open to, you know, that whole concept of being emotionally available because that is something a lot of women complain about as so many men are emotionally unavailable. So if you show that you are the type of guy who can get into a long-term relationship, then you've really got a leg up and that's a wonderful thing. So there you have it. That's number one, deep connectors. As introverts, we have a huge advantage there. Now, number two, good listeners. So another thing women complain about, and probably rightfully so a lot of the times, is that men don't shut the hell up, right? We go on a date and we're talking about ourselves and more about ourselves. And, you know, sometimes we're doing that because that's the advice we've been given, that we need to talk about ourselves because otherwise women don't know about ourselves. And the thing is, that's true. You do have to do that. So you can't be just sitting back the whole date expecting her to lead the conversation. You've got to show that you can take the initiative to lead a conversation, to bring up topics, to be interesting, to be engaging, to tell her about yourself, you know. So that's about, you want to be able to hold at least 50% of the conversation. Early on in the conversation, especially if you're just meeting her, say in a cold approach situation, or just for the first time through some sort of group of friends, you might actually want to do a little bit more of the talking, but that's right in the beginning. You want to make sure you're also leaving space for her. So the key is to say your thing and then stop talking. So it's not necessarily that she's going to interrupt you. She might not do that, right? That's kind of an East Coast thing. That's where I come from. There's a lot of that going on. It is typically more of a masculine thing than a feminine thing. Not saying that some women don't do it or that men always do it, but she's probably not going to barge in. And if you keep talking, that will be a strike against you. And as introverts, we are more likely to be able to sit back. Ironically, we're going to make sure not to do that too much. So basically, we have to use that strength of 
actually sitting there and listening and observing and processing, and then making sure that we take the initiative to say plenty of things. So a lot of the times it is taking the conversation in a different direction. And something what we've taught at Introvert Unbound is if you're getting really drained in a conversation, you're just, oh, this person's just droning on and on. That is a good indication to start talking about a topic you want to talk about so you get energized. So this isn't to say that you can't take control of the conversation or move it in a direction you're interested in, but some of the time you shouldn't. And in fact, if she is being very engaging and if she is the one who's bringing up a lot of stuff, let her take the lead. That's that's a great thing. Of course, don't be subordinate. Don't just don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, yeah. So either way, she'll seem. It'll seem like you're not really that interested if you're just sitting back. And at the same time, she might not actually respect you if you're too passive. But you can ask questions about her. That's of course, you know that age-old way of getting to know women. And it's just a good thing for everyone. But I don't think you should only ask questions. You should be bringing up your own categories and whatnot. But yeah, genuinely listen. And genuinely listening doesn't just mean being quiet. It means processing that information, that concept of active listening. So a lot of times you'll repeat back, oh, so what you're saying is you went to that park and that dog bit that man? That's crazy. You know, did how many times do you see people, you know, getting bit by dogs? So that kind of thing. So you're you're doing kind of a yes and like they do in the improv community where you're taking her information and you're building upon that. So genuinely being interested in what she has to say, leaving that space. So literally stopping to talk and let her say something because sometimes that has to happen. All that is really important. And again, that's a leg up we have on extroverts. We're good listeners. Women really love that. And frankly, people love that in general. Of course, don't let the other person become the conversation hog. And in dating, this might not be as much of an issue, but it might be. But just in general, listening too much, we all know where that goes. We have some extrovert just sucking our energy and they think that we're so fascinated by them, but we just can't get out of the conversation. So being cautious about that. But again, that's a strength and good for us, right? Okay, number three, thoughtful speakers. So what does that mean? Well, it means we think before we speak, right? So that can be one of our drawbacks. The fact that we're these deep processing beings and a lot of times we're not as silver-tongued as the extroverts, right? Because we're actually going deeper into our brains to dredge up more information. We're not just talking to sound good, we're talking to say things. So it's not that extroverts don't ever have anything to say. It's that they are more kind of on the tips of their toes and kind of more at that surface level. So maybe the conversation won't go as deep, but it will sound a lot more seamless. So there'll be a lot more pauses with introverts and all that. And you can practice and work on your speaking skills. You know, that's what I've been doing for years. I've gotten a lot better compared to how I used to be. But can I really compete with an extrovert? Not really. But anyway, the idea of thinking before we speak means that on a date, we can do more than just talk about the weather. In fact, we don't like small talk. And I have another post about small talk. We have to accept small talk, but we actually wanna go deep and we wanna think about things and, and go to a meaningful level. So it allows us to bring more depth to the conversation and therefore showing that we have more depth as people. And a lot of women, 
particularly if they themselves are deep, are looking for a deep partner or somebody who, you know, can show varied levels of themselves and personal growth and all that. Of course, if you're dating somebody who is not into that, then yeah, that's of no value whatsoever. But you can still talk about interesting topics. And beyond that, it gives us the ability to not blurt out idiotic things. Like extroverts have no sensor and no filter. And whereas too much of a filter is not a good thing. So in fact, with a lot of introverts, I encourage you take away the filter, let yourself say whatever. And then over time, you can, you know, put that back on. But the fact that we do have a bit of a natural filter means we're not going to say something horrible on the date off the cuff. And so that's a real positive thing. Because as we know, when it comes to interacting with people, in general, but certainly with dating, you can do a hundred great things, but if you do or say one bad thing, you're basically out. So that's just how it works. And the fact that we're thoughtful speakers means that we can actually, we can actually bring something to dating that a lot of extroverts cannot, and women will really appreciate that. Again, you have to make sure though, that you're actually engaging in the conversation though, right? Now four, we are empathizers right? So we feel really deeply what other people are feeling. And again, that can be a drawback, right? We feel too deeply. Oh, I don't want to upset that person. Oh, I know they're uncomfortable. I'm going to leave that sort of stuff, right? But the benefit is that we can see or actually literally feel how this other person is feeling. So if she is uncomfortable. You can take a look. Oh, well, am I doing something that's making her uncomfortable? Am I standing too closely? You know, am I physically escalating too quickly or something like that? Likewise, you can see on the positive end, it's like, wow, she seems really turned on right now. Maybe I should get the check. Things like that. Or even like she's chilly, right? You're observing the fact that she's really cold and maybe you give her your jacket or something as if it's like 1900. Or if the music is too loud, you know, you can sort of see her wincing. This is something you might notice because we're not as self-centered as the extroverts are. So we might be able to say, hey, you know what? Let's go to another room where it's quieter and we can talk. And particularly when you're moving things in a particular direction, you can see if she's genuinely into it or not. Because if she's not into it, sometimes she might just go along with it. And that's not good for anyone, right? You want her to be really enthusiastic about you. And so if it's a good empathizer, as we typically are as introverts, we can see what's going on with her. And that can help the situation. And it could be the sort of thing where it's like, well, maybe... What's the difference here between uh, do I give her a kiss or is this just not going anywhere tonight? We're a little better at that as long as we're actually not so anxious because we're concerned about our, all the other socializing stuff. But again, if we remember, hey, we're actually good at dating. We have all these natural qualities and then we're working on the other ones. We don't have to be as nervous and we can just sit back say our piece, see what's going on with her and mesh and vibe in that way. And five, and this is the last one, this is independent. So we are, as introverts, we like to do our own thing, right? We don't necessarily want people around us all the time. We need to recharge. We need our solitude. We need to go out in nature or play our video games or read our books or play our music, whatever we like to do to recharge on our own. And this can be a huge benefit to women uh, in terms of dating early on at least. So the idea of you're not super needy, right? You're like, hey, let's go on a date. Oh, I can't do it. It's like, what do you mean you can't do it? 
as introverts, we're like, oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll just, uh, I don't need to do anything tonight anyway. So we're actually more chill in terms of not having to be around this person all the time and getting obsessed with them. Of course, a lot of introverts can become codependent because when they find you know, one of the few people they actually click with, they really latch on, and, and that's a whole different story. But we're way better than extroverts who can't literally be alone without being upset. Like they constantly need some sort of stimulation in terms of socializing. And so that can work in terms of dating. They get a lot more dates, right? And maybe they're even more engaging on these dates or just in general because they're extroverts and like blah, 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 right? People are sort of drawn to that, whether they're extroverts or introverts. But they can come across as needy, mostly because they actually are needy. And we have that benefit as introverts for just, we got other stuff going on, man. And that's a that's an attractive quality for women. women. Women like guys who have their own shit to do. And it's not that you shouldn't be prioritizing these women. It's, it's that you you are balancing it. Like, yeah, oh, I'm definitely going to get back to your text. Oh, I definitely would like to set up a date with you, but I'm not super obsessed with making everything happen right away. Of course, the other side of this is when you're in a relationship and a longer term relationship and you want to spend more time by yourself. If she's not an introvert, that can be a bit of a problem. I've run into that myself and I'm figuring out ways to go about that. It's usually about figuring out how to partition your time and making sure that when you're with her, you are very present. And when you don't, when you know you're not going to have the energy that you do your own thing and all that sort of stuff. But to start with in terms of dating, our independence as introverts is a huge advantage. It's such a huge bonus that I can't even overstate that. That's something that we should use to our advantage. And again, it's not a oh, we don't care, we're too cool for school, we don't care what, what you got going on, um, we're just off in our own world. Too much of that's not a good thing. Again, it's like balance. Everything is balance. So overall, that is my spiel on the advantages we have as introverts in terms of dating. Now, I didn't talk much about women, did I? And I apologize for that, but I can't really speak much to the experience of a woman dating. Uh, or a homosexual man. You know, this that's not to invalidate any of that. It's just that I don't feel like I could give any advice on that. And frankly, a lot of the advice I have for women it doesn't come across very well coming from a man. So over time, we may be addressing more of that. I work with Regina Hopkins. She's a licensed professional counselor, and she is a woman. So she has that perspective, obviously. Uh, we've been focusing on men because those are the guy, those are the ones who tend to struggle more in terms of being an introvert, particularly. But it's not to say that women don't have obstacles being an introvert in life in general, obviously, but also in dating. I'm just not going to be getting into that. And I'm sorry for that if you're a woman and you're listening. But overall, that was my point. That's all I really have to say about this is you're a guy and you're an introvert and you're dating. Don't get hung up on what you're not good at. At the same time, you need to work on those things. But remember, you have these really strong qualities probably naturally to begin with. 
and make sure you maximize those and appreciate those and do your best to showcase those while at the same time not neglecting the other aspects that you can build up because all these positives have a negative counterpart, you know, because that's just the way the universe works. But over time, if we really take a look at ourselves, we're not beating ourselves up, we're not hating ourselves, we're not trying not to be introverts, that is very frustrating when people think that any kind of self-improvement as an introvert means you're pretending not to be an introvert anymore. That is such a misconception. The idea that being socially inept is okay as an introvert just because you're an introvert, that's just total bullshit. The, if you're not good at conversation, if you're not good at dating, you can't say, well, I'll never will be and I never have to be because I'm an introvert. I mean, if you want to live your life that way, you can, but it's, it's not a real excuse. And of course, it's understandable that it is going to be tougher for us introverted dudes to put ourselves out there. We do have more obstacles, no question, but they are not impossible to overcome. In fact, if you actually start putting a little bit of time and effort into it, you actually will be overcoming many of these very quickly. And I encourage you to take more of a look at what's going on at Introvert Unbound because we do talk about a lot of those topics there. So go to introvertunbound.com. And that's all we got for this time. Take care.